Welcome to episode 108 of the Business Fabulous podcast. Today, we're talking about five simple steps to converting your social media followers, your watchers, your listeners, your viewers into online business clients and customers. Stick around for the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're talking all about five simple steps. These are just five simple, simple things that everybody really needs to do to convert their online social media followers, their viewers, their watchers, their listeners, their lurkers into becoming their clients and their customers for their business. So the first thing that I really need to point out is that engagement begets more engagement. Engagement begets more engagement. Now, that's something that a lot of people really don't know about social media. And honestly, it does not matter what social media platform you are talking about. It does not matter which platform or platforms you are on. All of the platforms will behave in this way. And that way is the more people who engage with your posts, the more the gates to seeing even more of your posts open up and more people can see future posts. So for example, you post something today and let's say 25 people engage and that's more than yesterday. That means that even more people are going to be able to see the posts that you do tomorrow. And if you get more engagement, then the gates to more people seeing your social media content open further, and it continues to go in that way. Engagement begets more engagement. So that really is, among other reasons, why you want people to engage on your content. The more people who engage, that means even more people will be able to see future posts. Now, conversely, if your engagement is not doing so well, that means that the gates will close a little bit and fewer people will be able to see that content. So it's really important that you don't just post whatever on social media, but that you really do post things that are specific and interesting and compelling and share-worthy and engage-worthy for your specific target audience. That is absolutely crucial. And when you think of engagement, think of liking, loving, you know, any of the emojis, clicking on any of the emojis. Think about sharing it. Think about commenting, saving, archiving, doing something, taking some action with that particular post. That's engagement, doing something, engaging on the post. Now, technically, 
if somebody views the post, that is engagement. It is considered engagement, but a view of a video is really only three seconds. Now, I don't know about you, but I cannot really consume very much content in only three seconds. And if I leave and I come back and I view three more seconds, I'm still the same person, but I'm counted as an additional person. So as many views as you have on videos, don't think that those are actually individual people because they may or may not be. You really won't know. So it's great to get a lot of views on a video and you always want to get more views. But remember, a view doesn't mean they saw the whole video. It just means that they hovered over it for at least three seconds. That's all a view is. So you really want to get more than just views. You want to have views plus other types of engagement. You want to get the most amount of engagement that you can on any individual post. Okay, number two, you need to remember, and this should be common sense, but it's really not because we get so caught up as digital marketers and online business owners, we get very caught up in trying to make sales and we forget about being social on social media. It's absolutely crucial to be social on social media. So what does that mean? What does that look like? That means that you need to get to know your followers, okay? So if you have a new follower, you might want to thank them for following you. If they have commented, you want to comment back. If they put an emoji, you want to comment back with more emojis, with different emojis, with hopefully words to that comment. And let's make sure that our comments are not just thanks, way to go, yay. You want to have at least five words and let's have a meaningful comment. And why don't you also use the person's name? That is always helpful. It gets their attention. It really is much more personable than just saying thanks and a heart emoji. Okay. So be social on social media. That really is what social media is for. And you will find that it will never hurt you. It's never going to hurt your sales when you are social on social media. It will only help them. Number three, the right platforms. It is absolutely important that you know what platforms you should be on on social media. So if you're not sure, you can go ahead and Google or, you know, put into any search, put in social media demographics, and then the year. So I'm recording this on October 27th of 2021. So if I wanted to see the latest social media information, I would Google social media demographics 2021. And then up will pop a lot of different articles and a lot of different videos, a lot of different research reports about all of the social media demographics for all of the different social media platforms as of 2021. So you need to look in those reports, look at the dates of that research, and make sure that you are reading the latest information. You're not reading something from January if you're already in November of that year, okay? So make sure that you're reading the latest, the most up-to-date information. 
And then once you know the demographics of, you know, the typical demographics on each platform, and of course, you're going to know your target audience, then you'll know for sure, are you on the right platforms for your target audience? Now, how do you know how much time to spend there? That I always use my Google Analytics for. I'll explain. So once I am sure that I'm on the right platforms, now I want to know, okay, so if I'm supposed to be on these three platforms or these five platforms or whatever it is, if I know whatever platforms I'm supposed to be on based on the typical demographics, and of course I know my target audience, then the next step is I want to go to my Google Analytics. So I go to my website hits, I go to my Google Analytics, and if you do not have Google Analytics set up, for your website, you need to do that immediately, absolutely immediately. And how do you do that? This is how I do it. I literally Google setting up Google Analytics and put the year, always put the year. So you want the latest information. So you definitely want to hook up Google Analytics to your website. And if you're just now starting to hook it up, it might take up to 48 hours for the data to start showing up. So give yourself a break. It's it's going to seem like you're waiting forever, but sometimes it can take up to 40, 48, sometimes 72 hours for the data to show up. Okay. So then you look at your Google Analytics and you look at the social portion and you look at the overview and then you need to see where are people coming from when they come to your website where are they coming from in terms of social media? In other words, what social media platforms are they on before they come to your website? So for me, for example, I do not, although I sure love Instagram stories, I definitely do. I don't spend nearly as much time on Instagram as I do on Facebook or Clubhouse. Why? Because as of October 27th, 2021, almost all of my website hits come from Facebook and Clubhouse. And Clubhouse is the primary one. So I really do spend more time because about 80% of my website hits come from Clubhouse. So in terms of social media, I really do spend about 80% of my time on Clubhouse. And then the other 20% is divided among the other social media platforms in descending order of how much, you know, the highest percentage down to the lowest percentage of website hits that are coming from those platforms. So for example, if there's no website hits coming from Pinterest and I'm spending a lot of time on Pinterest, one of two things needs to change. I either need to spend far less time on Pinterest or I need to start using my Pinterest time much more wisely so that people are in fact directed to my website. And maybe when I'm posting on Pinterest, maybe I'm not including the links to my website. So it's really no fault of theirs. It's my fault. So you need to really look at where your people are coming from, which social media platforms, and make sure that you're on those platforms and that you're spending approximately, you know, percentage wise in terms of your time the right amount of time on each platform, okay? Number four, and I hinted at this at the beginning, posting engagement-worthy content. 
Now, I'm going to tell you something that is some hard truth. And I don't like really, honest to God, I don't like accepting this myself. But it needs to be said, and you've got to accept it. And that is, if people are not engaging with your content, it's your fault. It's not the algorithm's fault. It's your fault. Because if your content was worthy of engagement, people would engage. If what you were posting was worthy in terms of the people seeing it, your target audience, if it was worth their time, they would watch the video. If it was engagement worthy, they would like it. They would love it. They would show an emoji. They would write a comment. They would share it. They would save it. They would archive it. They would do something. If it is engagement worthy, they will engage. And if it's not, they won't. And that's just the sad truth. It doesn't mean that you're not spending a long time on social media. You might be spending a long time. You might be spending way too much time. You might be spending hours and hours and hours a day on social media and not have anything to show for it. It's not about the number of minutes or hours that you spend on social media because you could spend less time, work much more efficiently, and get high engagement. It's not about how much time you spend. It's about what you're doing with that time. So are you, in fact, posting information that your audience finds interesting, finds compelling, finds exciting, finds funny? Are they engaging with it? Are they sharing it to other people? What are they doing? Or are they just passing it by? And that's the worst part of all because you do spend time on social media. And especially, you know, with Reels and with TikTok, any sort of tutorial video, you're really pouring your heart and soul and time and energy into it. You set up your lights, you make sure your hair is okay, you know, whatever. You do all of these things. And then when you don't get very much engagement, it really, it stings a little bit. It really does. But the hard truth is you need to think about not how long it took you to make the video, not how many takes it took you to do that TikTok dance, but whether or not that particular post was share-worthy, was engagement-worthy, was worth their time, was worth your audience's time, that's what you need to be thinking about. Because if it is, it will be obvious in terms of engagement. It really will. And if it's not worth their time, that will also be obvious in terms of engagement. And then you're going to need to make some changes. All righty. Last one. Number five, do not forget this one. Oh boy, is this important. So far with everything with numbers one, two, three, and four, that has all been about the post itself. And so far that involves followers, and engagers, viewers, listeners, lurkers, but nobody is being converted into a client or customer yet. That's where number five comes in. And that's your call to action or your CTA. Your call to action has got to be clear. It's got to be easy to understand if there's any vague part of it, it's gone. It's like you never even told them to do something because they don't know what you're telling them to do. If you are confusing 
your future customer, your possible customer, if you are confusing your social media followers, they will not spend their time going through hoops trying to figure out what in the world you're saying. They're simply going to move on. Nobody has time for that. They just really don't. And it's not anything against you as a person. They just don't have time for confusion. They just don't. Social media is not supposed to be confusing. And it's not supposed to be an arduous journey where you've got to spend time like a detective trying to figure out what in the world you're supposed to do next. No, it's not supposed to be like that at all. So your calls to action need to be easy. They need to be clear. They need to be quick. And they need to be valuable. All of those things. So when you are creating a call to action, so you're asking your social media followers to do something, you're asking them to like the post, you're asking them to make a comment, you're asking them to follow, you're asking them to share something, you're asking them to reply to something, you're asking them to vote on a poll, you're asking them to click on something, you're asking them to join a free challenge, whatever it is. When you're asking them to do something, You've got to be very, very clear about what it is. Don't start using some fancy language or some cutesy kind of a phrase. Just tell them what you want them to do. And honestly, if they know, like, and trust you, they will do it. All you have to do is tell them what you want them to do. But you've got to tell them in a way that's easy, it's quick, and Doing that thing, whatever you're telling them to do, it's got to be valuable for them. There's got to be something in it for them. So maybe the something in it is that they get to learn more. Maybe the something in it is that they can participate in a challenge and they get to increase their followers and learn how to increase their engagement on social media. That was my latest social media challenge. So maybe the CTA was, hey, join us in the challenge and You can increase your followers and increase your engagement on every single post. Okay? Sound good? Sign up here. Very simple. You tell them exactly what they're going to get, and you tell them exactly how they can get it. They can sign up there. So be easy, be very clear, be quick, and make sure that whatever you're telling them to do is valuable for them. Yes, of course, it's going to be valuable for you too. But it's got to be valuable for your followers or they're not going to do it. There's got to be something in it for them. There has to be. That's human nature. You want to make sure that 80% of the time you are giving nothing but value. You're giving value, value, value. Every, Every time your audience turns around, you're being helpful and giving more value every single time. Eight out of every 10 posts eight out of every 10 emails you send, nothing but value, 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 value. You are providing so much value. And two out of every 10 social media posts and two out of every 10 emails, you are going to go for the ask. Sometimes the ask is going to be something like, hey, follow my podcast, which we used to say subscribe to the podcast. Now we say follow the podcast. That still doesn't sound right to me. But anyway, that's what we're supposed to say. Or you might say, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Or maybe the call to action is to have them sign up for a new challenge. 
Or maybe the call to action is something that you have for sale, which is also still valuable. See, all of these things are valuable. It's not like numbers one through eight are valuable and nine and 10 are for sale. No, no, no. One through 10 are valuable, but nine and 10 are for sale. One through eight are totally free and also valuable. So you're constantly providing value for your unique target audience, but make sure, please, please make sure to use the 80-20 rule. It really does apply to everything in life and definitely in business. Please make sure that 80% of the time you're doing nothing but value, 20% of the time you're going for that ask, and some of the 20% of the time you're going to have something for sale. If every single time you have an email and you've got a button or something, you know, some kind of link for people to click on, if every single time that link is something for sale, people are going to stop clicking because they know it's going to be something for sale. They don't care what it is. It's going to be for sale and they're not buying. And all you do is ask me to buy stuff. So I'm not going to click anymore or I'm not even going to open up your email. Habits of people are to stay on the list, by the way, and just not open up the email. So don't expect, don't ever expect or assume that just because people stay on your list that they're still interested. I know that's sort of counterintuitive, but it is the truth. People will stay on your list and just not open up your email because that's easier than actually scrolling down all the way to the bottom of the email and figuring out in teeny tiny letters where it says unsubscribe and then making sure that they actually are unsubscribed to the list. That does take more time than just simply not opening the email or trashing the email. It does take more time. So I hope these five steps have helped you to really think about how you can strategically and easily convert your social media followers, your listeners, your viewers, your lurkers into paid clients and customers. Let me know what you think of this episode. Feel free to reach out to me at any time. Please DM me on Instagram or Twitter. I am there a lot. You can also DM me, of course, anywhere else. You can message me on Facebook. You can inbox me on LinkedIn. Every, you know, it's a different verb on every social media platform. So reach out to me on any of those social media platforms. And you can also email me listener at bonnielfrank.com. Another way that you can get in touch with me, and this is the most fun of all, is if you leave me a message on my speak pipe. I think it's easier to do. I think it's faster to do, and it's certainly more fun for me to receive. But if it's not easier, then message me another way. But if you'd like to, feel free to leave me a voicemail. You can go to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can go to my podcast page and right in the middle of the page, there's a bright orange button. On whatever device you see that bright orange button, start talking into that thing. Talk into your desktop, talk into your laptop, talk into your tablet, talk into your iPad, talk into your phone, whatever it is. Talk into that thing. Click that orange button and talk into that thing and leave me up to a 90-second voicemail message about 
what you think about the episode, any questions, any comments you have, anything you want to tell me at all, please feel free to do so. And I respond to all emails, all DMs, and all voicemail messages. And I really do respond. It really is me. It's not a bot. It's not an assistant. It is me. And I do respond to all of them. Thanks so much for being here. I love that you are. And here is to converting more social media followers into your online business clients and customers. We'll talk soon.